2: Hey everyone, happy Monday, it is a new month, it is April 3rd i believe about a week away from easter less than a week away from easter for those of you who celebrate it uh but we are not here to talk about religious stuff i hope not If, if, if you're tuning in for religious stuff you might be on the absolute wrong show we're here to talk degeneracy as in sports betting degeneracy i'm mad max and joined with me the one and only sex panther panther happy monday
3: Oh, happy Monday. Um, You know, I'm prepared for this to be the longest week of the month. You know how it is when you're about to go on vacation, the week preceding your vacation. Takes flipping forever. Uh, Heading out for Vegas next Sunday. That's how I celebrate Easter. Uh, So, yeah, before we get there, we got some degeneracy. We've got a recap of some major event that happened for two nights over the weekend. We got some kind of title game. Going on with non blue buds tonight, and we still got baseball, so yeah, ready
2: and rare to go. All right, so I'm going to preface this by saying that for many, many years, I had not watched wrestling, like, I did not watch WWE or any of those those sports entertainments. Uh, when I was in high school, like, uh, you know, heading into college, uh, growing up, of course, in the 80s, I was a huge wrestling fan, and then you know, probably for about almost, dude, like, I will say almost 20 years, I did not watch wrestling. I, you know, I stayed kind of like in tune i knew some of the names and so forth but like i really did not watch for 20 years now during COVID times as as you know uh, many families did i got a lot of those like streaming services (laughs) just just to watch shit, just because we weren't really going anywhere so i got a lot of streaming services one of the streaming services was peacock and through peacock you can get all the wwe uh, pay-per-view events and now to me I have this nostalgia of pay-per-views because when I was a kid, it was, I mean, it was, it was like what, $50, $75. It was something, it was like a price tag to watch one of these events every Sunday, you know, once a month, every Sunday, you know? And uh, I remember as a kid, like, you know, for my birthday one year, I just said to my mom, I, said, I, just, I just want my friends over to watch SummerSlam, <laughs> you know, because my birthday's at the end of summer. And I just wanted to, I, that's all I wanted. So I had this nostalgia of, of pay-per-views. So to me, it's like, wait, I'm getting the pay-per-views for free well not free as part of my uh, my peacock subscription i'm going to watch them <laughs> so i don't really watch like raw or smackdown or any of those like weekly shows i don't watch any of that stuff i stay kind of in tune just by reading up articles on it just so i know what's going on But I've been watching every single pay-per-view. So, of course, here it is, WrestleMania 39 this past weekend, uh, two nights, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. If you add up the times, I think it was like, I don't know, seven, eight hours worth of content that that I spent this weekend while watching WWE. Uh, Now, Panther, I, I know you didn't watch WrestleMania, but you've stayed kind of up to speed on some wrestling stuff, right?
3: You know, just like you, I followed wrestling for the longest time. Uh, I grew up, I'm a decade older than you, but grew up watching, you know, Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant, bringing in the Ultimate Warrior, the debut of the Undertaker and Survivor Series, all of those things. Uh, The Monday Night Wars, right? WCW versus Raw. Like that was the, I mean, epic epitome of wrestling. And then I just feel like, after that, it just really started to go downhill. It's the, the le- I mean, they're holding on to these legends, right? I think they brought John Cena back for this one. Brock Lesnar's sticking around just to have a name, but they've gone through so many gimmicks with with the legends that I've, it's kind of played out. I went to a local star. Uh, uh, what are they? What do they call those? It's One of those local Howl shows. shows. A the house show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had a house show last year. Me and a buddy went and. I bet you I didn't know four. I think I knew about four of the people there. And so I did go over the highlights. I am familiar with what happened on WrestleMania um, over the weekend. But, yeah, to say that I'm holding interest, it, it's just not there for me anymore.
2: So a couple of points here. One off, I, I, f- I felt it was a very entertaining uh, WrestleMania. Honestly, from 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 the how the matches were set up. Uh, I know Triple H, um, uh, Paul Levesque, I believe his name is. Uh, he's been running creative recently, and uh, the the product's been really good. The matches were overall entertaining. I think there was just a couple of matches that were kind of like ho hum, but really entertaining stuff out there. The entrances, man. Some of those entrances were wild. I think you saw the uh, the uh, the Logan Paul ode to uh, Shawn Michaels, right? Right, right. Yeah, so and then uh, of course uh his business partner came dressed up as a giant fucking mascot of their sports drink. Um <laughs> which was quite entertaining <laughs> because he, he ended up going through an announcer's table. It was pre- pretty good. Uh you know, they were setting up for some uh, social media moment with with a phone and and Logan Paul jumps uh, onto uh, I think it's in his KSI uh right right through a fucking uh, Mexican uh, announcer table. So, you know, uh that that w- that was a fun highlight. Uh but th- The angle I want to talk about here is the sports betting angle about it, because there was news recently, of course, that WWE is in talks with some of the sports books to get them on their the official sports books. Now, I can bet WWE. In fact, I have bet WWE. If you recall, I've wasted money on one Brock Lesnar on this show before. (laughs) If if you remember betting based off of a toy. Uh, Yeah, that did not go well. Oh, yes,
3: I remember. I tailed it with you.
2: Yeah, yeah. Did not go well for us. Uh, Not great at all. So I can bet WWE at some lesser sports books. Now, the major ones don't cover it because it is scripted, right? Of course. And that makes total sense. If there's people in the know, and and from my understanding of it in WWE, there's not a lot of people that know the outcomes of things, you know, the people in the matches know the outcomes, but even the outcomes change during the match as they're feeding off the crowd and and they've got the people uh, you know, with with the like the the, the referee pretty much plays like an in-ring producer or in-ring director, you know, taking some directions to help the wrestlers know the flow of the match and when to end it or not but anyway, you know, since people know the outcomes, the the legitimate sports folks don't really want to carry this because there's risk of, you know, insider uh, betting or whatever. I'm sure if the the major sports books uh, do carry it, uh, there will be a cap. Like, you can only bet, like, I don't know, $50 or something like that. They're, they're not going to let a lot of people bet money on this. Uh, but the big news this weekend, too, is that Endeavor, the owner of UFC, is probably going to buy WWE. So That'd UFC had... Yeah, UFC has some legitimacy concerns already, right? With, with some of the betting and some <laughs> of the stuff. So, I don't know how ma- matching up with scripted WWE is going to go for them. But, I, I did look at the lines. I did post these lines on Twitter. Now, going into WrestleMania, the, uh, the the team of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they were going against the Uso brothers. They were minus 2,000, Panther. Minus 2,000 to win the titles. What was the outcome of that match? Do you know?
3: Uh, they were the winners
2: they were the winners. So, yes, at minus 2000, you could have um, netted yourself, I don't know. Uh, if you bet $2000, you get $100. I don't don't bet $2000 to bet $100. I, I know someone who bet $3000 to win $100 once, but that was on the Milwaukee Bucks to win a series and that was pretty much a lock. Uh it's a callback to you Panther. Um it is. It is. <laughs> now, the other one though, in the main event, was Cody Rhodes, who won the Royal Rumble. It was the story, Corey, Cody Rhodes, left AEW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a big buildup against Roman Reigns, the guy that has not lost in about three years, right? I think it's been about three years since, since this dude lost uh, the ch- you know from the championship. And the odds were Cody Rhodes minus 500. Now, Panther, do you happen to know the outcome of that match?
3: I do. Uh, the, the rain continues.
2: I found that quite interesting, honestly, because everyone, everyone really thought that Cody Rhodes was going to win this. I started to feel a little suspect about it because the line was only minus 500 and that Usos, uh, the, the the Zane um, uh, Owens line was minus 2000. You would think it's like if this was a no brainer, they would have fucking made that line on par. But the fact is that it was minus 500. It's like, yeah, it's it's leading you to believe that Cody Rhodes is going to win, but there's probably some value on Roman Reigns. Now, I'm watching it with my wife, I kept saying, it's like any minute now they're going to have Cody Rhodes win this because that's what they do and it's predictable and blah, blah, blah. And they fucking zigged when I thought they were going to zag. I honestly thought that was quite brilliant. I know it's not what the crowd wanted. I know it's not what people predicted. I thought it was brilliant. Panther, what say you? Everyone was talking about Cody Rhodes winning this fucking thing. Roman Reigns wins it. Do you feel good about that? Do you think WWE made the right decision there? You know, I
3: think they've got this great thing going with Roman Reigns. He's embraced the heel aspect. I think he wanted to be a face for so long that the fans have said, no, you're a bad guy. We're making you a bad guy and you're staying a bad guy. And they've left him there. And I think because of that, Cody Rose, the American Nightmare, has become a face and i think this is going to develop this is going to be a script that's going to go over into SummerSlam and whatever else they've got coming but i can see this being maybe a little bit of a rivalry created but you know sometimes they take these scripts right and they they cut them a little too short uh what with the, the nexus script i felt like they killed nexus when that was something they could have kept this bad group going for a pretty good long time. Well, they have, they kind of maybe learned from that and left the Roman Reigns thing alone because it is working. So now they've got this good guy, Cody Rhodes, who really, if you go back to everything that Cody Rhodes has gone through to get where he's at, I mean, this guy has been in the business for a long time. He was with Ted DiBiase Jr. He was with Randy Orton when Randy Orton, was you know the quote-unquote legend killer, and now Randy Orton's like a legend himself. He's been around so long. So Cody Rhodes has really ran the gamut to get to the headliner stage. I think he gets his just due at some point, but they've got this thing going with Roman Reigns. And listen, Vince McMahon, for whatever he still has to do with the business, I don't think it's much, but he's had a love affair with Roman Reigns. This has been his guy for the longest time. I think they're milking this cash cow for as long as they can because without guys like Brock Lesnar doing every show, John Cena basically retired, The Rock's gone, Triple H is, I mean, the, Roman Reigns is all they got. I think this, they're going to ride the coattails of Roman Reigns as long as they can and for him to hold the title just seems like the path that they need to continue to take for a little while longer.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. And I think with the impending sale, you want your biggest star to have the title. You want the title around his uh, his waist when you're about to make the sale, because that's part of it, right? You're selling uh, the assets, and the assets are these personalities, and Roman Reigns is one of the best villains. Now, I do think there's two up-and-coming villains in WWE to keep an eye out on. One is Austin Theory. I do think that uh, his match against John Cena, where you know he cheated his way to get a win. Uh, further solidified his heel status. He's an up-and-coming heel, and got, you You got to have great heels. You have to have the bad guys that, that people just want to see lose, and when they win, people get so upset. Another guy who didn't win but has elevated to heel status is Logan Paul. Honestly, I mean, Logan Paul was a heel beforehand. We, we all wanted to punch Logan Paul in the face. Every single fucking time he got into a ring as a boxer, we all wanted to punch him in the goddamn fucking face. We hate that son of a bitch. He is... excelled in the heel role so much so that he was he was going up against Seth freaking Rollins this week who has had some heel moments himself and the crowds were singing along to Seth Rollins and and booing Logan Paul so you know you've arrived as a heel when that happens um I, I think the future of WWE as long as Vince stays kind of on the fringe of creative you know I, I, he can have some input but as long as he's not running creative i think uh the the future is kind of bright and i think you're right uh the, the 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 strap if you will not the belt they hate calling it the belt the strap will stay around roman for a little bit longer probably until at least summer okay we've talked enough about wrestling we are about 13 minutes into the show i'm going to take a quick break if you like commercials or if commercials like you there'll be one right here if not Panther, you got NCAA men's national championship. What say you? What do you think about this game?
3: You know, I've always been a huge underdog. I always root for the underdogs early on. But when it's you get to the final four, the national title, I think you're looking for the blue bloods. And to me, this is a little bit of a letdown because the blue bloods aren't there. The blue bloods got bounced. And, um, Uh, rightfully so. I mean, some of these underdogs just absolutely showed up and UConn has been really, really dominant and San Diego state has been incredibly scrappy. So for this game, I mean, San Diego or San Diego state has played two back to back one point games, hit a three pointer at the end to, to get here over Florida Atlantic. UConn has looked like a number one seed. They've, Taking their opponents out to the woodshed, and it, it, they have only been in one game that has been closer than what the spread is—seven points. So I either this is really close or it's a blowout. I don't think there's kind of like any middle ground. But looking at the way these two teams have played, I do think UConn wins, but I do like that San Diego State defense to keep this closer than a touchdown. So I'm going to bet the Aztecs of San Diego State to uh, cover this game. I don't think they win.
2: I'm in the same boat as you. I was telling you in the pre-show that uh, one of my co-workers, Godsons, uh, plays for Alabama. And so I've watched some Alabama basketball this year, and they had a great fucking year. Uh, their their best player kind of uh, fizzled out when the tournament came around, but he was dealing with some other stuff from if you remember from earlier in the season with him being involved or bearing witness to some kind of shooting or something like that. So Alabama uh, fizzled, but the team that fizzled them was San Diego state. And, and I was watching that game and the, I don't watch a lot of college sports, you know that, but I was watching that game and my, my sentiment was, man, This is a team that is scrappy. This is a team that never gives up. This is a team that plays really good fucking defense. And we saw that in the last game out. In fact, you bet them, was it minus two and a half, right? You bet them in the last game out? Yeah. Uh, They they won on a game-winning shot, but they had to come from behind to do so. And that was that quit, that no quit in that team. So I'm in the same boat as you. If if we if we come into the show tomorrow and San Diego State wins the national championship, would I be absolutely shocked? No, I would not be absolutely shocked. This whole fucking tournament has been completely upside down. <laughs> None of the you know the big teams made it, but I think that they probably lose in a close one. So I, I'm with you. I'm going to lean the Aztecs with those points there. I think it's a tad bit too many. Um, but winning it, yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. All right. Uh let's move on a big slate of Major League Baseball games. Every team playing today, right? I think I think so.
3: Um I don't know if it's every team, but quite a few are.
2: I lost count, but if, if there's 30 teams, then all all the teams are playing because I think there's 15 okay. matchups. <laughs> uh, f- any takeaways before we get into betting? A- any takeaways or surprises after I have one big takeaway or surprise that that we might talk about, uh, from this weekend. But what about you from opening weekend? Any, anything that you're seeing so far?
3: Well, I I, listen, the one that stands out the most to me has got to be the Phillies on the road, uh, didn't get a single game. Their pitching got obliterated. I mean, their, their bats did what we thought they would do, but their pitching was so bad that their bats needed to score like two touchdowns to win any one of those games. Um, so I, I think, you know, as we talked about preseason, the Phillies pitching was going to be their question mark, their Achilles heel, not the way you'd like to see them come out of the gate. So I know I've been really high on the Phillies going into this season to potentially repeat, but man, they got off to a really rough start.
2: That's my same takeaway, man. I, I, spot on. Like I'm shocked. I think they uh, they got outscored by Texas by what, 18 this weekend? I mean, it was rough. Man, uh, I do think that they end up bouncing back, but they go right into that series to a series against the Yankees. Now, I- I'm not on that game. I don't know. Are you on that uh, Phillies Yankees game uh, at all? No,
3: I'm not oh, touching that game. Yeah,
2: um, kind of like the Yankees minus 174 um, games. I am betting on. Let's let's talk about your neck of the woods because the Cincinnati Reds had. I'd say a pretty good opening weekend, not a terrible one in the scheme of things. And the Chicago Cubs are in town. Now, the Cubs made some moves in the offseason. Cubs are a team that I like at home, not so much on the road. I think there's value. Let's see if I can still get this plus line on Cincinnati here because uh, pre-show I was getting a plus line on the Reds. Um, I can get us a plus 107. Panther, you jumping on board with me? Because a $10 bet on the Cincinnati Reds
3: i tell you what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a
2: ton of moral support.
3: There's a lot to not read about these matchups. The Reds bested the Pirates, who I think are really bad. They're really, they've got some hitting talent, but their pitching is very suspect. And the Cubs kind of held their own against the Brewers, a little stiffer competition. So I think this might be a little closer test for the Reds and maybe a better opportunity for the Cubs, Now I do think the Reds may have the, uh, actually, the home field advantage here. They're still at home. And they have, I think, maybe the pitching advantage with Overton on the mound. So I will give you the moral support. I will lean the Reds, but not a game I want to bet.
2: Alright, moving on to another game I am betting. Uh, the team that I picked to win the AL Central was the Minnesota Twins, and through the opening weekend of baseball, the Minnesota Twins are currently leading... <laughs> <laughs> the AL Central, three and O this this weekend. They 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 kick things off, uh, opening weekend quite well. Now they're heading to Miami to take on the Marlins. Uh, who Panther shocker! The Marlins can't hit.
3: Oh, who saw that comment?
2: No one, absolutely no one. I like Minnesota here. I think this line is a perfect line for the Twins, and I think this Minnesota team's going to be pretty good this year. Miami, I think we know who Miami's going to be. I think this, this, I know they drew the Mets in the opening weekend, yada, 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 fucking Mets, blah, 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 blah. blah. But I think Miami's offensive woes continue this year. I think Minnesota gets it done today. $10 bet on the twins.
3: Yeah. It makes you wonder if anybody in upper management even watches the Marlins and know how to address this situation because it's the third year straight where we're, you know, just slobbering over how great their rotation is and how big bad their hitting is you you've got to be able to score more than two runs in a game to you know help your pitchers out and they just can't seem to do it so i'm with you not enough i didn't write it down so i'm not going to jinx you but i am definitely leaning the twinkies
2: you know, for, for all the Marlins and all their young pitching and, and yada, 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 yada. Uh, they've got Johnny fucking Cueto pitching for them today. That's that's who their starter is. So that's who they spent money on in the offseason was bringing in Johnny Cueto as their fourth starter. Uh, I think your boy uh, Tyler Merrill is going to be on the mound for the Twins. So So oh, reunion. Should... I
3: think they pitched together in Cincinnati for a while.
2: Yeah, I, I, I believe you're right. That's right. That's that's that names that sound familiar. Um, I got one more kind of a lottery ticket. This is a team got got absolutely fucking whacked in their opening uh weekend. Had pretty good uh preseason. That's the Kansas City Royals here. Now, Toronto Blue Jays in town. You know, I like the Toronto Blue Jays. I think Toronto Blue Jays have a chance to win the East. I got the Toronto Blue Jays have a chance to win the World Series. In fact, I'm hoping so because I have bets on them to do. Both of those tasks uh, did not start off strong this opening weekend. There's slow starters, this Toronto Blue Jays team. So I think the, the Royals at home with this plus line, there's some value there. I'm going to do it. $10 bet on Kansas City.
3: Yeah, I'm going to take a flyer here too, but not on Kansas City. Uh, Jose Barrios taking the mound for Toronto. And if you recall last year, Barrios was not very good but he had an incredible spring he was lights out he was hitting near triple digits he he had incredible control and his walks were way down so at minus 135 i actually find some value on the blue jays give me ten dollars and put it on toronto
2: good news bad news
3: um it's getting better minus 124 whoa yikes
2: Yikes. Congratulations indeed. to you. I'm getting plus 115 for the Royals. I'm not going to hate that. Uh, those are my three plays. Uh, you have, I think, a couple more, right?
3: Two more. Let's take a look at San Francisco staying on the road. Going to go to the Windy City, take on the White Sox. Anthony Desclafini. I didn't even know he was still pitching. He's going to take the mound for the 49ers. Going against Michael Kopich for the White Sox. You know how I really do like the White Sox this year. I think they supplant the Twins. In that central division, but San Francisco, kind of like the Marlins, I think they've got some decent pitching, but their hitting leaves a lot to be desired. So I will take that minus one thirty-five and put it on the White Sox.
2: Yeah, I, I like the White Sox in this one too. And you say minus one thirty-five, I can get you minus one twenty-five a points bet. But yeah, you the line's pretty much one thirty-ish across the board in most books. But I can get you this minus. Uh, one, minus one twenty-five. So I get you minus one twenty-five. CWS minus one twenty-five. How are you? Yeah, I, no, totally agree. Moral support here. I, I this is another one I was close to betting. In fact, if it was minus one twenty-five, if I could have got the minus one twenty-five line about an hour and a half ago, I would be on this with you. It was not available to me at that time. So just some moral support lean on the White Sox. All
3: right, last game up for me. We're gonna look at Tampa Bay going to Washington. We're gonna dip our toe in a pond that I used to dip my toe into. A lot, much to the chagrin of some other uh, sports betters. But I'm gonna take Rasmussen and the Tampa Bay Rays minus one and a half. We're gonna run line this, and uh that's gonna should get me about a plus one hundred. So give me the rays minus one and a half.
2: Let's see. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, and get you plus one hundred. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, Oh god, yeah. I, I have Tampa Bay winning this one. The minus one seventy four was a little bit too chalky for me to like, but if you get in the plus one hundred, I think I think they probably uh covered this one with you. So yeah, more sport lean on Tampa Bay.
3: That, that will is, take care of it on baseball.
2: That's it. Uh you on anything in hockey? I got one in hockey.
3: I got one in hockey. What do you got? Let me go all right. Hey, <laughs> we're gonna do a Homer pick. Vegas is on the road going to Minnesota. These two teams have played twice this season. They just played each other two days ago. Both games, Vegas has got the best of Minnesota. Do we think that streak continues? I don't know, but I'm getting plus 120 on the Golden Knights. I'll take that over the minus 135 on the former North Stars. So uh, give me 10 bucks on Vegas.
2: If we ever turn into like one of those cheesy like am radio shows or you know the the morning shows with the crazy fucking sound effects or whatever insert like that sound effect that says we're we're heads ahead alert because here we are panther heads ahead that is the one game i am on we're on opposite sides though both teams fighting scratching clawing for their division leads at the moment so this is an incredibly important game you mentioned it vegas walloped Wallop the fucking uh, tw- uh twins on the wild a couple days ago. I think this is the revenge game today. Vegas, of course, one of the best, right up there as, as one of the best road teams in the sport this year. But I like Minnesota to hold a home. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna do a ten dollar bet on the wild. There you go, head to head. You won the last head to head. So you're 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 speaking of scratching and clawing. You're scratching and clawing your way back in our head to head matchups. Maybe you get uh get get back into the you know. The, the lead here if you if you win this one so that's it in hockey only three games
3: we're done uh we are done take, before you take it home we gotta put together a parlay here
2: we do okay uh, we agreed on nothing uh, yeah there's have uh, you give it we, we each had some moral support though right i mean moral support yeah. counts for something i guess i will throw in there minnesota the twins
3: uh the twins I, I in Rasmussen, I will trust. I'm going to lay that one and a half on Tampa Bay.
2: And what do so, we like for our
3: unity see. pick?
2: Um, what was your other baseball play that I really liked? You did my White Sox. Yeah, White Sox you did. You did, the, you did the White Sox. Yeah, let's do the White Sox. I, I'll more support on that one because we we were just yeah we disagreed in the Toronto game, right? Yeah, let's, right. let's, let's yeah, let's do the white sox. That, that that'll be the third one in there. You know, eventually we'll we'll just ask the audience to contribute to the third <laughs> third pick. Uh, right. but yeah, that's it, Panther. Take us on.
3: All right. Let's get out of here. You guys got the twins, the Tampa Bay Rays, and the White sox, all baseball for you today. Um, Listen, if you haven't been paying attention, we are still on Discord. That's where we're hanging out. It is free. You can come in and shoot the shit with us. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We've been very active on both those uh, media platforms. But we want you guys to just call us out by name. We'll holler right back. Um, But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing today. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's
2: all make some money, fools.